Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People living by Rotary's motto of service above self. And today, Jonah, our special guest is fellow Rotarian Knut Johnson, who is, besides being a wonderful human being and a snappy dresser, is the uh, Rotary Foundation Chair for our District 7210. And welcome, Knut. Long time no see. Hi, Sarah. Thank you. Nice to be here. I keep saying that because we were all just in New Orleans recently at the Rotary International Convention. And you know what? We're bringing coverage of that convention exclusively right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Why, yes, we are. And after three days of me correcting you off mic, I was very gracious to do so, might I add. I think you are finally pronouncing New Orleans correctly. New Orleans. Norland. Very good. I also pronounced Knut Johnson correctly. Good yes, morning, Yes, and he was there. Good morning, you were Donna. there manning a booth and, and, and enjoying the Big Easy and helping Rotary promote its um, humanitarian efforts global globally. Including the Rotary Foundation. So, Knut, what is the Rotary Foundation? How is it different from the local Rotary Club? People are familiar with the local Rotary Club. They may even be members of the local Rotary Club or have uh, friends and neighbors who are. But how does that differ from the uh, local Rotary Club? Well, the foundation is really the engine that uh, drives the work of the clubs. And um, it's uh, supported by Rotarians and friends of Rotarians. We, uh, on an annual basis in our local area here, the Hudson Valley, we raise almost $200,000. And this uh, goes in to the foundation, which, by the way, is a separate entity. It's, we have the foundation on one side, and then we have the organization on the other. Sometimes I refer to it as uh, like the local motive. And there are almost 34,000 rotary clubs, so each club car is pulled by this local motive, <laughs> this engine. We go all over the world uh, doing projects, humanitarian projects, as well as educational projects. What are some of these humanitarian projects? I think people are very familiar from the billboards and the commercials, especially here on Radio Rotary, about our push against polio, Polio Plus. Um, what are some of the other projects? And we'll get back to Polio Plus in just a second, but what are some of the other projects that, are, uh, that the locomotive of the Rotary Foundation, as you put it, pushes along? Okay, well, this year we were involved with projects in, uh, in uh, India. We did a, a village project, which was an economic project where we go in. We work with the folks with some, some literacy to teach basic uh, skills in, uh, you know, in, in, in reading and, and in math. Uh, we also, in, in some of these villages, uh, had set up medical uh, centers where we would come in on a, on a weekend and we'd invite the local doctors, most of them Rotarians. They would come in and they would actually do the, uh, the uh, physicals for the kids, we would bring dentists in on a, on, a, on a monthly basis. And then we also just taught basic hygiene. That was, one, that was just one project in one village that we were involved with. In um, another village, we actually did a pipeline that went almost, uh, oh, like two or three football fields from what they had, what they call a check dam, which, they, uh, which was built to capture the water during the rainy season. This would be drinking water, bathing drinking water. water. Yeah. So uh-huh. that there was clean water. So exactly. are you are you suggesting or saying that they didn't have basic oh, me- basic water wow. things that we take for granted? Absolutely. These are primitive villages. I, mean, I think I work in a soup kitchen part-time for, or from time to time just as a volunteer in Newburgh. And the Indians would think of these folks as being 
rich. Uh-huh. And, you know, we, we meet the needs here in the States, but over there it's incredible. No water whatsoever. No no, no medical. Just almost, uh, they're just non-existent. They kind of just live, hang out by the day, and uh, late at night they, you know, they try to lay down and sleep. There's In many cases, there's not even electricity. So anyway, that was water projects, literacy projects, uh, health projects. We were in uh, Nigeria, and we had, uh, or were involved with a project with two other districts. It's a $200,000 project, and that has to do with incubators. Uh, maternal health and uh, premature uh, death is a huge uh, problem among infants in Nigeria. So uh, that's a terrific program we have. Another project uh, we do, we have 20000 dollars set aside to do a thousand cataract surgeries in India. We can do well, it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's, Twenty dollars. Let's back up a second. <laughs> I just did the math in my head because my, my dear wife has had cataract operations and I know what the doctor who's a great guy, in fact a Rotarian, uh, I know what he got from the health insurance and it was a whole lot more than twenty dollars. How can we afford to do a cataract surgery for twenty bucks? Here again, most of the doctors are Rotarians. So yeah, they're volunteering their they're time. Volunteering they, they, vo- their they volunteer their services. time. So all you're paying for is some some basic uh, medical supplies. That's fabulous. And we've done it before, and uh, we just uh, signed off on another project. That's just great. Now we we talked uh, earlier about Polio Plus, and one of the things that surprised me when I joined Rotary, uh, and they were telling us that you know well, Rotary's very involved in the in the move to conquer polio. I scratched my head. I said, wait a minute. I'm a baby boomer. I remember taking that sugar cube with the Salk and Sabin vaccine back in the 50s. Polio's conquered. There is no polio anymore. Now, that's true in the United States. But, Knut, you know that polio is still a scourge in certain areas of, of, the, um, of the world. Tell us what polio, uh, uh, what uh, Rotary, I should say, has done about uh, polio, which when we started fighting polio was, was ruining the lives of 1,000 children a day. What have we done? in the past 20-some-odd years? Well, we've gotten that down to less than 200 kids... Uh, a year. Uh, ...getting the disease a year, a okay? Year. From 1,000 a day yeah. to fewer yeah. than 2,000, 200 a year. That's fantastic. And, and right now, we're, uh, we were in just about every country of the world. Now we're in four countries. Uh, we're in Pakistan, Afghanistan, India, and Nigeria. And since the beginning of this year, I'm happy to tell you that in two of those countries, in uh, India, we only have one case this year, and I believe it was uh, something like only two, maybe, or three in Nigeria. Let's not jump over that statistic. India has, I think, a billion people in it. Yes. And, and polio was run rampant through India, and we've reduced it to one child. And even that one child is one too many, but one child in the entire Indian subcontinent. That's right. Exactly. That is a tremendous yep. accomplishment. Yep. In fact, in the only areas where we're really uh, running into problems is where we still have conflicts or we're really out in the, in, in the, in the woods, I mean, where the, it's very difficult. Uh, to, get the, um, to get the medicine to the people or for the people to get in to when the, um, the people that go on the excursion um, go uh, make the trip there to help. Um, to get to them, because I understand. Now, you, you've participated in in um, a trip like that, Canute. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, when was right. that? And tell us a little bit about yeah, it. That, that was a couple of years ago. I, had an, I was in India. I go, I go to India oh, every other year. At least I've gone there half a dozen times. Mm-hmm. But I'm really going for the Rotary Leadership Institute. 
and that's another program in Rotary where we try to go in and, and work with the uh, the local Rotarians to, to make sure that they understand what we're all about as, a, as an organization. And while we were there, we happened to participate in an NID day. And, uh, and that's well, a, explain what the initials what NID mean. mean. National yeah. Immunization Day. Okay. Okay. And, and uh, this is where the local Rotarians have been out canvassing the area. Uh, they've been doing quite a marketing campaign. And um, they work with the local health departments of India. And uh, they round up all these young children, and they come to a center. And uh, the, the kids are inoculated. They're, they're given these drops. And mm-hmm. I tell you, it's, um, as you've heard, you've heard the story many times, uh, in fact, uh, I was there with uh, Pastor Mr. Governor Bunny Webb. Oh, Miss Polio Plus. No one says no to Bunny. That's right. Nobody does. In fact, uh, uh, they don't say no because we've also raised, thanks to Bunny, almost $300,000 just here in the Hudson Valley. To, Unbelievable. To eliminate the problem. But anyway, you're over there, and when those moms and those grandparents come and they hold with that baby. the little baby, babies in their arms. That's right. And you try to put the, you, without shaking, you try to put those drops in right. the mouth of the child. It's quite an experience. And then when you just see them, just put the hand over their heart and smile at you like, you know. Thank you. Thank okay. you from our hearts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very impressive. And you save a child's life every time you put in one of those drops. Well, we certainly either save their life or we keep them from being crippled. That's amazing. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the lovely Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, past district governor of the Rotary for Hudson Valley, Knut Johnson, telling us about the great work of the Rotary Foundation. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is brought to us by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Poughkeepsie, Brewster, Cairo, Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, and Kingston Sunrise. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero... Don't look in the sky. Look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. The New Paltz Rotary Club will be holding its 8th Annual Scholarship Scramble Golf Tournament at Apple Greens Golf Course in Highland, New York on Friday, July 22nd. Registration is 8.30 in the morning. Tee off at 9.30. This is a two-man scramble. Cost is just 105 per person and includes 18 holes with a cart, lunch at the turn, an after-golfing celebration, and awarding of prizes from 3 to 6 p.m. at 36 main restaurant in New Paltz. Open bar, food, fun, prizes for all, and great Rotary Fellowship. Proceeds benefit $9,000 in scholarships given to local students. Don't forget the date, Friday, July 22nd. For more information, contact Mike Fairweather at 845-255-0116. Or email scholarshipscramble at verizon.net. That's 845-255-0116. Scholarship Scramble at Verizon.net. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. 
Hi, I'm Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, and we're chatting with fellow Rotarian friend and amazing humanitarian, Knut Johnson, who is the chairperson for the Rotary Foundation in our District 7210. Um, and we were... We were laughing a little bit in the last segment how we had all just come back from spending the weekend together and where we were was in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Rotary International Convention which is a worldwide gathering of Rotarians from all over the globe. And Radio Rotary was there with its microphones and we'll be giving exclusive coverage yes. throughout the summer. Yes, we were. Great shows. And great shows. Yes, we got a lot of material spoke to a lot of interesting people and enjoyed an enormous amount of fellowship. I think a highlight for everybody there um was the keynote speaker, Bill Gates, whose foundation, um, the Bill and M- Melinda Gates Foundation, has partnered with... with that's Ro- Mr. Microsoft. That's a fame and fortune. Right. Um, uh, to eradicate um, polio worldwide. Um, they have put that as a priority personally and professionally. And he was um, our speaker there. Rotary, for many years, um, has been involved with this initiative. It's in a leadership position, actually, worldwide for um, wiping out uh, polio um, globally. And Knut, you've been very involved with that effort um, personally. Um, as a Rotarian, you've traveled many times to India. You've participated in inoculation days. What are they called? Um, at- NID days. Uh, National Immunization Days. Thank you for explaining that to our listeners. T- can you describe what the what the um, what the the speech that Mr. Gates delivered to all the Rotarians, all nineteen thousand of us? To a standing actually. ovation, by the way. Yeah, in fact, I think it was probably one of the best, if not the best, speech of the whole the whole convention. But Absolutely. of course, it doesn't hurt when the man comes and uh, gives Rotary a check for three hundred and fifty-five million dollars which is exactly what he did over the last couple of years. And the only, uh, the only, um, uh, well, no, I well, put it this, the only thing, the only thing he wanted us to do, was, or the expectation us, was yes. to spend it on polio. polio. No. And he challenged us. He gave well, us that's our, right. our uh, we, he challenged we had to do us our part. Exactly. With, uh, uh, we had to come up, or we're supposed to raise $200 million. And uh, we have until December of uh, 2012, if I'm not mistaken, to reach that goal. And we're in excess of 170 plus million dollars already. So we don't see where that's going to be a problem. One thing he did say, which I thought was kind of interesting, and, and that's that, that um, he said that um, the, the work that we've done, it's, uh, it's uh, not only a blessing, but a curse. The blessing is that in many places, polio is still a disease of the past. The curse is that it is now harder for us to raise awareness. And in some places, polio is also a disease of the present. If we fail to help leaders around the world understand this, polio is certain to be a disease of the future. So even though we are, as, the, as we see these pictures with all these famous people holding their hand up and saying we're about an inch, inch. or we're... It's a brilliant we're, marketing campaign. Yeah, we're this way. close. Way, we, right. we really are that close. But that last effort is, is going to be very be the difficult. Yeah. Plus, we're so dealing nice. with kids with, that are so ill uh, because of malnutrition and, and other uh, diseases uh, that when they take the initial 
uh, drops, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't work. So we have to go back uh, repeated times to, and in fact, up to six, I understand six or seven times in some cases before we're satisfied that these kids are taken care of. An interesting fact I learned from a fellow Rotarian who's a member of my club and who is a pediatrician, um, we were talking about uh, you know the, co the campaign to conquer polio, and he says, well, under the national or international health guidelines, after the, first la after the last reported case is conquered, you still must wait three years to be able to say it's done. That's what they did with smallpox. They waited three years after the last reported case, and then they were really so uh, that there's safe no to outbreak. Assure. Right, outbreak that there's nobody or hidden that there's away. Hidden there. away because you really are in, um, from what Newt and Knut and Bunny and uh, other fellow Rotarians of ours in our district who have been out um, to um, let's call them developing countries, certainly places that uh, don't have anywhere that ha of the advantages that we all experience and take for granted, quite frankly. Um, we, you are at, in the bowels of some of the worst, most underserved, um, disadvantaged situations, and that that's that's where the last little pockets are. It seems so. It is it is going to be the most challenging. Mm -hmm. Not only that, time. but also we're in areas where there's still the strife and conflict, uh, civil wars going on, and. Um, you know, we actually get truces in some countries where both so sides will put, put down their arms and allow the the, the healthcare people and under the under the rotary banner to go in and uh, actually uh, inoculate the kids for a day or two, and then they go. We all go away, and uh, they pick up their guns and start all over. So Let's mm -hmm. take a slight detour. Our listeners always like to find out a little bit about our our guests. Um, how long have you been a Rotarian? Uh, let's see. I started in 1981 and in, uh, Western, in Western New York. I was in an international division since we were hooked up with the Canadians over there. And um, uh, then when I came to this part of the state, I was in Olean, uh, which mm -hmm. is Western New York. I uh, came here, and then I was out of Rotary for a couple of years just because of the nature of the work that, that I had to do. And I was involved in retail, but I was in a difficult store, so... I didn't feel I could uh, take the time, but then I got back in, and then uh, after I retired, um, I became more involved. And, and well, you're retired in name only. You're you're you're, <laughs> you're here, there, and everywhere. You're always on the move. What club do you belong to? Oh, I got to think about that. Uh, the New Windsor Cornwall Rotary Club. And when do they meet? And they meet Wednesdays at noon. Where? at uh, Schlesinger's, which is a steakhouse in uh, Newburgh. And you know what Sarah wants to find out? Well, I know how the food is, because oh, actually yeah? I've been to his club. <laughs> How's the food? <laughs> food is is uh, very good, and yes. And <laughs> if, if, if our 38,000 listeners want to join you for lunch and maybe think about becoming Rotary members, of course they can be Knut's guest. But if you're not in the Win New Windsor-Cornwall area and you're interested in finding out more about Rotary, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, Find, uh, put in your hometown, find out where your local Rotary Club meets, join us for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, depending on what your club has. Join the Fellowship of Rotary, and you get to make friends with some outstanding people like Canute Johnson, and get to do wonderful things like help conquer polio. So, Canute, so, I want to know, did you have fun in the Big Easy? Well, I sure did, and I was just really happy to see you guys down in the French Quarter most of the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What yes, happens well. in New Orleans stays in New Orleans, Knut. <laughs> well, I, I, yes, no, we and I actually very stayed hard. there. We, we did, and one of the one of my did. highlights, besides yes. the Mr. Gates um, 
uh, address was getting to uh, see our friend, our uh, fellow Rotarian, um, Mr. Henderson, who, um, uh, Tom. Tom Henderson of Shelterbox. Who invented the Shelterbox and getting to chat with him right. and his um, his uh, first response team. And that that's very exciting for our listeners that are not as familiar with Shelterbox. They are a, um, they basically, they come in a gigantic Tupperware. They weigh about 100 pounds, and it has provisioning in there for um, 10 people for six months. Right. Um, food, water, personal care items, even crayons for children. And whenever there's a disaster, one of the first boots on the ground are Rotarians. They have a global network of uh, volunteers who basically have been through outward bound training who fly these boxes for immediate relief and they hit the pavement sometimes i mean they're there right alongside and many times before the red cross or any other type of um of uh big um emergency personnel so that that makes me very proud to be a rotarian by the way Mm -hmm. and he was a, a man who came up with an idea and just for listeners out there, my takeaway about that is always don't think that one person cannot make yeah. a difference. And, and the person right here in the studio with us, Knut Johnson, makes a difference with his uh, never-ending, effervescent, uh, energetic uh, work on behalf of the Rotary Foundation. Newt, in the, in the minute we have left, what are some of the things that uh, the Rotary Foundation is going to be looking at in the future to help people around the world? Well, I think one thing that's kind of neat is that right now we're, uh, our district has, happens to be involved in uh, what they call a, a pilot program. And this is a three-year study that we're involved with. And we're actually, uh, uh, we're actually uh, working with different uh, techniques and, uh, of, of coming together and uh, working on projects. Uh, we're trying to simplify the process. Uh, we're also trying to... Um, put things together in, 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 in greater numbers uh, financially uh, and using th- these resources so that uh, through collaboration we'll be able to, to um, be more effective when we get out there. And the other side of that, too, is we're, we're trying to do a better job of educating the, uh, the average Rotarian because the more you know about Rotary, the more you'll want to be involved with the program. And um, so this whole collaborative atmosphere that we're working under, it's called a strategic initiative, a strategic plan. We have it not only for the organizational side, but we have it for the foundation side. And um, we feel that um, at the end of the three years, um, and we're very proud that uh, our district here was selected. Is, is selected. And we're very proud, Knut, that you are our voice in that. So we appreciate that. I speak for all the Rotarians. And Knut, thank you. Knut, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you for having and, me. And Sarah, who do we have to thank to bring us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Rotary, Radio Rotary this week has been brought to us by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the clubs of Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's 
H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business.